Hey friends, this is the Finding Mikey podcast, our family's quest to prepare our son Mikey for life. I'm Mike, and from time to time I'll be joined by my wife Heather or other family members and others for interviews and conversations. Now while I may mention our son, you have a Mikey of your own, and together we're on a journey to learn as much as we can so that we can understand how to best communicate and guide our kiddos into independent adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there. All right, everybody. On this episode, we are now in Virginia. And, you know, of course, that came a lot of changes, right? And zip codes, addresses, phone number. Well, phone number stayed the same, but, you know, tags on our cars, driver's license, which kind of bums me out. But um, don't admit anything on the podcast. Right? <laughs> she's got an app and she's, she's going to take care it's of it. It's on my to do list. Correct. But the other most important thing is just getting the kids into school. So mm-hmm. we're kind of unique this year in that we were able to enjoy first days of school twice this year. Three times. Oh, yeah. Three <laughs> times. Specifically with Mikey. So talking right. specifically with Mikey, we've had three first days of school here. So started off at Terra Vista Elementary School in Round Rock, Texas, which was was great and good. We've got an episode where we talked about that. And then we transitioned him over to Empower School, which was Full on, full fledged, you know, deep ABA therapy. Seven hours a day. Seven hours a day. He'd get, you know, two therapists, you know, one in the morning and one in the afternoon and just very dedicated coverage. And we loved it. We really, really loved it. And he was benefiting very well. And the timing was right for Mikey to transition over to a traditional school. Mm -hmm. The only thing we missed out on was being able to like have our therapist because we're in another state now be a part of the transition more, you know, talking with the school and maybe even joining Mikey. And, you know, we haven't had any of the like in-home sort of ABA therapy either, but we're going to get to that. We really are. And what was, what was great though, is that, and and you can talk more at length about this later if we want to, but I mean, he was doing really, really well at Empower Mm -hmm. and it was his time to, to come out, which was great, but still we had anxiety, right? Exactly. He didn't make it three weeks at at Terra Vista. And, you know, we learned about words like transport and, you know, things that really, yeah, calm down room and, you know, what, what Mikey would do if, you know, left in a room for a while, you know, chip paint off the wall. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. so in came kind of some of these anxieties, but so far I feel we're doing okay. And I owe a lot of that to the therapy that he got when he was at Empower School. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you want to talk about what it was like? I know I was anxious. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> basically we moved to Virginia and we moved here the day before spring break started. And so I went down to the school to get the registration paperwork on a Monday. Cause we moved here, we moved you know, here on a Friday and the school was closed the whole week for spring break. So I was like, okay, well that's fine. Cause we need to unpack our house And so, you know, I'll just go the following Monday to pick up our registration packet. Well, the following Monday, they were still closed for spring break, (laughs) but they were open the following Tuesday. And so I went down there and I got our registration packet and I thought this was all going to go quick because I'm like, oh, I have all the stuff that they need for the registration packet. I didn't. (laughs) And, you know, I also at the time, you know, let them know that, you know, I have a child that's on the spectrum, but we don't have an IEP for him yet. We never, you know. Because he only went to Terra Vista Elementary School for, you know, for three weeks in Texas, there wasn't enough time to get the IEP ready. Let me ask a question here, too. If he had an IEP in Texas, would it have 
benefited us here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they would have, you know, taken it into account and put together, a, you know, a program for him. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, but okay. I don't know, know exactly, but it definitely would have been better to have that than where we're at right now, which is we don't have anything other than a diagnosis from, you know, the developmental pediatrician, which is, you know, for parents, you know, you feel like, okay, you're bringing your child to school, you have a diagnosis, he went to a private school for three, you know, for like six months, you know, ABA therapy school. We have an exit report for that. We have the behavior reports from Terra Vista that, you know, show, you know, like where he was struggling and what hers, what his goals were to have some improved behavior. So, we, you know, we have these, you know, this information. And so I was hoping that we'd be able to get some, some supports and hopefully, you know, have him be in a a classroom that has a smaller ratio at the school that he's going to now. There are 26 kindergartners about with a teacher and an aide. And so I was I had a meeting with the assistant principal and a team of people before I let Mikey, you know, start school. I, of course, filled out all the registration information. And then I needed to have this meeting for it with them so I can let them know what Mikey's needs were because, you know, he's not a typical student like Grace. I can't just enroll him and say, hey, I have a new kindergartner. I have a new second grader. Find a class for them because they're coming to campus as soon as you, you know, you have a classroom ready for them. You know, he has certain, you know, needs that he needs to have met. And one of the, one of the biggest ones is safety. He he eloped a lot when he first started public school. I mean, if he wasn't comfortable in the classroom, he would run from the classroom. If he wasn't comfortable in PE or music, he would just run away. And that was very scary as, as parents and is also scary for the administration because they have a responsibility to keep him and the other students safe. And so I expressed that concern to the assistant principal and, you know, the team of of people that were at the meeting, there was like a kindergartner teacher at the meeting, someone from special education, a speech language pathologist, and then maybe a behavior analyst. It was, you know, they had a quite a, you know, few people in attendance at this meeting that we had before Mikey even started school. So I was actually very, you know, thankful and appreciative that they were giving, giving us that time and, you know, taking all of Mikey's needs into consideration. And then, you know, one of the other concerns I was you know, I had at that meeting is that Mikey needs a lot of redirection to stay on task. And that's, you know, that's really hard for, you know, a teacher to, you know, to do for Mikey, you know, when she's got, you know, a large, a bunch of kindergartners in there. And so, you know, I want Mikey to, you know, get the best education that he can. And so if, you know, he's not able to stay on task because he doesn't have a, you know, a small enough ratio or, you know, or, you know, a teacher there, you know, sitting next to him, then, you know, he's, he's not going to get, the same kind of education that, you know, a kid that's able to do that is going to get. So I asked the assistant principal and the special education person for Mikey to have an aide sitting next to him in the classroom. And they told me that they weren't able to do that. And so I am, you know, I expressed to them, you know, how I'm very, very concerned about his safety and about his ability to stay on task and not put all that pressure on the kindergarten teacher. So they said that they would go back and they would, you know, talk about their resources. And when we talked about the IEP and how we didn't have one, they told me what, you know, the number of days were in Virginia for doing an evaluation. And then after the evaluation, writing up the IEP and Virginia, in Virginia, the end of the school year is actually June 14th. 
So the school is being really awesome in trying to get the evaluation process and the IEP done before the end of the school year. So that way he can go into first grade with an IEP. So I'm very, very thankful for that. When Mikey started school on the first day, I was called that morning. <laughs> I'm sorry, he was supposed to start school on a Friday. I was called that morning by the school registrar and you know, she told me that Mikey's teacher had a sub that day and she just wanted to let me know. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for letting me know because it not, would not have been a good idea to have you know, a child that's on the spectrum start school on a day that had a sub because I did my best to, you know, to write up a, you know, what about, you know, tell us about your student paper that's in the registration packet. Mm -hmm. And I did my best to complete that so that she, the teacher would know all kinds of good information about Mikey, his strengths and his areas that, you know, he needs encouragement and, you know, how like, you can best go about doing like that. Like he might turn the lights on and off a thousand times real quick or that he uh -huh. might not comply fully or that he's right. going to scream things or that he might bolt, like all the important stuff, you know, that would disrupt any uh -huh. normal class that obviously would drive a sub insane. Right. <laughs> right. And so it's just like, I wanted Mikey's, this is a huge, huge transition for Mikey. I mean, he's used to being at private school with seven kids during circle time. Everyone there has their own ABA therapist. Yeah, his own teacher in the morning and his own teacher in the afternoon. Yeah, so as much as he's been dying to go to school and, you know, dying to have, you know, like friend interaction and go to the same school as Grace again, I the reality of it is to go on your first day and have a sub and then go your second day and have your teacher. I just didn't want to yeah. like confuse him. And I also wanted the the teacher to know about Mikey not and not have his first day be the sub and then, you know, have them not understand why my child doesn't, re you know, doesn't respond to their requests and is not compliant and might run out of the room. So I was very, very thankful that the day that we dropped Mikey off that the assistant principal said that they did have an aid for him. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, thank you so much. I was like, so thankful. So he had an aide with him the first day of school and for the remainder of the week. The following week, Mikey had a, well, actually, before I go there, I will just say that his first week of school, we didn't have to pick him up from school. He was able to stay at school all day. Right. We got feedback the first day that, you know, that he was doing well that he needed, you know, redirection to stay on task, but that he was being very sweet and, you know, just doing a, doing a good job. Right. And we, we got, I was feeling a little bit skeptical uh -huh. in my head. I'm like, all right, so did they bring in another there or like another aid or do they have like anything? Like what was, what was keeping the call from coming, you know, at about 11 o'clock that says, Hey, just want to let you know, we have Mikey in the cool down room or anything like this. And it was just, anxiety and a bit of fear that we were going to have to deal with something this like that was the same right but mm -hmm. you know what we, we didn't mention this but as as you were looking into the school here mm -hmm. right oh yeah. yeah yeah she she i remember we were on the couch and she looks at me and, and like a little bit emotional and i was like what she's like honey they have a whole website like a whole set of pages on their own website for just this school and other schools in the area too that are teaching me autism you know what what is autism yeah and so basically what i did was i went on the special education section of the school district website so that i can learn how this school district handles kids with special needs and like just what do i need what do i need to know 
and they had a, you know, link for, you know, educating kids in the district that have autism and, you know, the, you know, because autism, you know, obviously, you know, we all know it's a, you know, spectrum disorder, you know, there's different levels of functioning. So they had it broken down on there. Like, oh, you know, if your child, you know, is higher functioning, they might have, you know, like inclusion in the classroom, this percent. And if they're, you know, like, need, you know, lower functioning, you know, nonverbal or whatever, then, you know, or being able to be pulled out for resources for different things. And they would have so many minutes of class time inclusion. And then if they really needed help in different areas and, you know, being at a public school wasn't a good idea that they have like private campuses for kids, elementary all the way through high school. Right. And I was just like, oh my goodness, like that's, that's really awesome. And I just don't remember finding that kind of information in, well, in Texas. I don't know hundred percent sure, but I don't remember seeing that kind of stuff. Right. And it's so, not a, you know, not to condemn so it, but it, it was just pretty, in, it was pretty it's neat. Interesting. Well, to contrast it and not to poke fun back at Texas, the great state of Texas. I love Texas. I love your barbecue, Me too. Me too. but like to when, when it was the summer before Mikey was supposed to start kindergarten. And you said this in one of our previous episodes, right? You reached out to special ed at the district and and they said, all right, well, here's how to, you know, they sent us a pamphlet, mm-hmm. right? They they weren't hearing the words in, in, they weren't understanding. And I don't know if they would have understood if they would have guided us in a different way, but there definitely wasn't an easy to find, oh, your child has autism. Let's tell you about what we can do to help you. Right. right. So it was refreshing. Like information about, you know, having a parent advocate and things like that. I just don't remember seeing like how they go about educating kids with autism in the district that we were in, in Texas. Yeah. So it was uplifting. So I thought it was, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. It was uplifting to say, yeah. to me to see that something had caught her attention like this. It was just like, Hey, look, we got, we kind it basically made it feel like, you know, we got you, you know, we got your back, we got you covered. So, so that made me feel good. So let's go back to like that first week where, you know, I just had to kind of keep reminding me and us, it's like, okay, they seem to know how to deal with children like Mikey. So maybe they do have this, but I was still skeptical. Maybe they do have this. Skeptical, sound. nervous, anxious. You know, I think there's right. kind of like all of the above, but I think his, you know, what? No, I just, I was just going to say, but oh, we, yeah. we still have not gotten the call of like, oh my God, come pick up Mikey or he's in a cool down room or any, we've gotten nothing like that. Now we have gotten one notice so far mm-hmm. that he was, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't acting appropriately in class. Right. Mm-hmm. And that basically that here are the things that he's going to work on going forward, which was just, you know, it's a, it's a form thing, but it was just cute. It was like, here's some, you know, Mikey's going to be, you know, obedient to adults. You know, we're going to work on being more obedient to adults. Like, so it wasn't that, you know, Mikey said no. And I didn't like that. It was, it was framed from a personal growth perspective from like Mikey. It was kind of cool. It was, it was a, you know, it was a bad teacher's note, but it was a, I I thought it was kind of neat how it was like, you know. Anyway, it's hard to describe, but the point was, is that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, it didn't feel confrontational and it explained what Mikey had done and, you know, he knew that he needed to talk about it. And when we talked about it at home, he was, you know, he just seemed like he was able to process it a whole lot more than just like, you know, uh, in the past Mm -hmm. he seemed to be so, so far, so far, so good. And there's an added bonus here, which didn't exist in Texas. And I think we actually lived further from the school back there. Actually, yeah, about the same. <laughs> about the same. Yeah. It's cool. 
The kids are all bused here. We're what? One and a half miles away. Yeah. Okay. Every child is bused to school mm-hmm. and that is cool as crap to the kids, right? Yeah. Grace and Mike here were super excited to be able to ride a bus. Right. So, which, which has been cool. And it's given us something to help motivate Mikey, but it's brought on its own little set of, of challenges here too. So right. a different social construct that he's not used to at all, because mm-hmm. it's not a classroom, it's not students around. It's in a bus mm-hmm. and there's a fair amount of independence there. So you want to talk about how he's adapted to that? Yeah. So um, let me preface it real quick too, to say we didn't, we didn't think we would need to manage like this Uh, experience the way we have to actually manage it going forward. Right. So go ahead. I mean, the, I mean, I'll just say, I mean, the the best option (laughs) would have been for him to have, you know, the, a bus with, you know, like the special education bus. That, well, that would have been my first hold, first option. Hold on. Well, let's let's because go. Because it's like they come to your door. They understand oh. that your child may not listen on the bus, and so they like you know they under they understand how to talk to kids that you know have some struggles. Not that they have so, a not that they have had a problem talking with him yet. It's just let's 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 put the stuff out there, right? No. So we came up with like how we have our special rules. We came up with our our bus rules. And I ran them by his teacher and the assistant principal. And they were like, yeah, those are great rules. And so we went over those rules with Mikey and just some basic ones, you know, like stay seated on the bus, keep your hands to yourself. And that was where it needed to stay, any, I thought. You know, like, oh, oh, and we also needed to let him know that it's not our rule right. or the, the bus driver's rule, but kindergartners have to sit in the front of the bus. Right. That's just the rule. Okay. But Mikey doesn't like to be told where to sit. So he's not happy with that. He wants to sit in the back of the bus and yep. he can like wave to people behind him and wave to cars and just wave to people that are just on the street. So he's not very happy about the fact that he has to sit in the front. So <laughs> I'm like, dude, you want to ride the bus or not? Because these are the three rules that you need to follow. And so he had some hard times following the rules. I would pick him up from the bus stop and day I one. would look at look oh day one. Day one he was crying on the bus. We had it on live video. Oh yeah. Like, Woohoo! Yeah. The kids are coming home on the bus. Day one he didn't want to get off the bus. Which who can blame him? I mean he's on That's a cool. That's not why he didn't want to get off the bus. He didn't want to get off the bus because he was in the middle of a temper tantrum. Maybe I didn't know that part, but I knew that he didn't want to get off the bus. I thought, you know, maybe it was more along the lines of like, Hey, I'm having a good time. I want to be on the bus. I don't know what his temper tantrum was for. He was having a temper tantrum because the bus driver told him he had to sit in the front of the bus. Uh, And Grace, who's in second grade, got to go sit in the back of the bus with her friend from second grade. So, you know, here's his sister sitting where he wants to sit and he's being told just sit down. Right. So he wasn't happy about that. Right. So day one, he comes off in tears, which yeah. whatever, we sorted through that one. Right. That was okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that was the deal. Uh-huh. So, and that was a Friday. Right. And that was a Friday. Yep. So on Monday, he got to ride the bus to school and I'm assuming everything went okay. I don't know. But when he came off the bus on Monday, I kind of looked at the bus driver and I was like, how did he do? And she's like, he kept bouncing up and down like this. And for some reason he pulled my hair. Right. And I was just like. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I talked to Mikey about that and 
told him again that he needs to stay seated and he needs to keep his hands to himself and how it's not nice to pull people's hair. And we let him go ahead and go the next day. And like I said, riding the bus to school, I'm assuming everything went okay. I don't know. No one's complaining to me about it. But when he came home, I'm looking at the bus driver, trying to make eye contact. How did he do? And then she's like, well, today he was up out of his seat. He ran to the back of the bus. I told him he had to come back and sit down. He came back and sat down. And then he was trying to touch the the shifter that I use to, like, open the, the bus door. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally see him doing that. He likes to play with things and buttons and, you know, whatever and yeah, I could totally see him doing that. Okay. So she asked him to keep his hands off a bit and he probably didn't listen because he wants to keep touching it. Right. And then she said that he grabbed the back of her arm, like this area here and like pinched her. And I was just like, Ugh. so he's okay. trying to, he's basically, he's trying to so, take over the bus and uh, he's getting yeah. violent. <laughs> he's, Taking it up a notch. So I was just like, oh my goodness. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely talking to him. So he lost his bus riding privileges for two days because he's not staying seated. He's not keeping his hands to himself. Yep. And that was enough. And yeah, he was having pitching a fit still about sitting in the front of the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for two days, we he got to watch his sister board the bus, and then Mike, and then Mike would drive him to school. And then I would race to his school to be the first to pick him up so that I could beat <laughs> the bus home so I could be at the bus stop for, for Grace to get off the bus in the afternoon. And I, it, it was fine. I had a good like eight to 10 minutes that I would get home before she would get home on the bus. And so, and so it was fine. And then he got to ride the bus on Friday. He got his bus privileges back. And when he boarded the bus, Grace decided to sit next to him and the bus driver had Mikey sit in row number two. And I'm like, good oh, well, that's good because then he can't pull your hair or pinch your arm or reach the steering wheel or the little component right. that, you know, the little shifter thing to open up the, the bus door. So I'm like, okay, well, that thing's pretty good. And then Grace chose to sit by him. And then Grace chose to sit by him on the way home as well. And we got him off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so anyway, I think that that day went went pretty good. What did you just and, realize? Um, because you were on your telephone call. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was. Yes, I was on the phone call. <laughs> and so... Um, well, that was when we were supposed to leave, too. We were supposed yeah, to leave We were supposed Friday to leave afternoon. for our trip to, you know, to Pennsylvania. And anyway, we'll just stop right there. Why? But anyway, because we weren't at the bus stop. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So so. go ahead. I'm going to get the cat because he's meowing to get in. But tell that story. Our cat's coming in. Oh, gosh. Parent fail. So I got stuck in traffic dropping Cooper off at the dog kennel. Chalk it up to not knowing, you know, Northern Virginia traffic Friday night on a holiday weekend. But anyway, went to go drop the dog off at a kennel at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I didn't get back until 4.15. And the kids get, the bus comes to the house at 410. I know it sounds late, but they don't start school till nine. And Mike was on a phone call and I guess his phone call was interactive where he was like talking. It wasn't just one of his calls where he's like listening in and, you know, every once in a while has to contribute. And so the kids walked in the front door and they were like, how come you guys weren't at the bus stop? Now, Thankfully, the bus stop is just two doors down from our house, but we're supposed to be there because Mikey's in kinder and we weren't. No. So, well, uh-oh. communication. Yeah. 
sort of important, I guess. Yeah. Right. But so anyway, we didn't know. I probably could have been out there. I may have had to mute just real quick. And I think the people on the phone might've <laughs> understood, although I was with a customer. So whatever. Yeah. I, could, I could have been, <laughs> I could have tried to fake it through, but at least I could have been there to make eye contact and see him and everything else like that. But and the other good thing is that he does, he, he does have his older sister with him, but correct. Still, we shouldn't have been out there. That won't happen again. Yeah. But what was great was, you know, he's excited to get off of the bus and he didn't go to a neighbor's house. He didn't want to move in with someone else. He came uh-huh. straight home. So that was, uh, I forgot about that. That was, yeah. uh, that was like, kind of oh, crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. Cause part of it was like, why are they being so loud down there? I'm on a call. And then, you know, you were shortly after them home. So that was good. I remember coming out when they were, you know, making a ton of noise when I was on mute, but Hey, we're, we're, we're good. We worked <laughs> through it. So along with basically along with, a new school setting. We got the new bus stuff here too. We just have to set expectations that way. They don't let, you know, us ride with him and they don't have a dedicated sort of assistant to, to help him either. And I, I get that. It'd be kind of tough to have someone ride on the bus with him. But we did ask for the fifth grade. We did. Oops. We did. Yeah. There is someone who makes sure that he gets to the bus. So he picks him up in his classroom and walks him out to the bus. It's a you know fifth grader, a fifth grade buddy, right? And so um, they were nice enough you know, to provide that. <laughs> I wonder if he's now at the point where he's like, I know where to go. You know, he's giving them attitude right now, where it's no, like, I know how I, to. You know, I don't want you. I can do this. You know. I mean, he does want he knows his to bus. be that way, yeah. but at the same time, it's like he's, he's a fifth a grader and he's yeah. a buddy. Yeah, you it know, it's be. different. It's not like it's not like a teacher is hand, you know, holding his hand and walking him to the bus. And he's like, why right. is you know, why are why is no one else getting their hand held walking to the bus? Why just me? But no, he's got a buddy walking him to the bus, so it's different. Right. So, and also too, like I've seen how they set it up. There's like there's administration staff, not administration, whatever, but you know, staff out there, you know, watch watching the kids walk to the bus. So um, if they saw one go astray, and they all know Mikey by now. You know, they'd, you know, direct him to the right path. But it is, you know, a lot of, is it like a, we're giving him a long leash? We were so, giving him kind of a long leash, but, you know, and to to be truthful too, on Thursday, and I, I told you this, I'm like, I had to get going. I had a call at nine. Their school opens at nine and we're in the wagon wheel. He wants to get out. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you can get out now. And then he didn't move. So the other cars ahead of us moved up. So I was like, hold on, let me move forward. And then he starts losing his, you know, his mind having a little bit of a meltdown because he wanted to get out back then and not up here. And I'm like, dude, we just had to move forward. There are other cars that needed to go. And, you know, he's still doing his, his, his breakdown. And I'm just like, dude, I don't have time to wait. I've got to dial into this call. And I open the door. I'm like, step on out. We got to go. We have a whole, you know, you're mucking up the whole works here, you know, and um, felt bad for, you know, kind of getting him out that way. But he knew he needed to be out. He slammed the door when he got out as well. But, you know, he walked on in. I saw him walk on in and and get going there, too. So I think he's getting with the program. It's just he still has his he's still set in some of the things that he wants. And that's where. This is the, they call it rigid behavior. Yeah, this, but this is the interesting thing about Mikey is that it is rigid, but it's not always a predefined rigidity. Sometimes he's cool with the help. Sometimes he doesn't want it and you never know. And you don't know what the next thing's going to be like. Literally, I could be like, here, buddy, here's a penny. He's like, I could grab it. And then he'll melt down. Mm-hmm. We're like, dude, I truthfully, I would have let you come get it. Like I would have set it down here and said, 
here you go. Here's your pen. Come grab it. If I had known. So that's, that's kind of the hard part right now too. When we, when he has these meltdowns where like, well, what triggered it? What's the pattern and how do we do this kind of a thing? So, cause to be real, we don't have time to ask him. It's like, what would you like to do right now, Mikey? There's not, mm-hmm. it's not part of it. So right. just got to get things into flow. And then he seems to fall in. So yeah. that was it. So not bad for the first few, you know, weeks of school here, less, mm-hmm. you know, less tears for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. he's coming home from school smiling and there's nothing more heartbreaking than seeing Mikey that, that next to the last day that we saw him in school yeah. at, in Terra Vista where he just was like staring through Heather. Right. It was just like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not happy here. Contact with me. So um, for the longest time when he would come from a friend's school. Yeah. So now it's, it's not like that at all. He seems, he, he seems engaged. Really hyper. He does. It's tired. Tired. Yeah. It's like a hot mess because he's like <laughs> been trying to do his best being compliant at school all day. So he comes home and he's just like, the best way I can explain it. He's just a hot mess. He doesn't know what he wants, when he wants it. He's just. He's tired. You haven't been at home as much. In the no, afternoon. that's You've true. Been getting home, you know, like. That's true. Know, around dinner time lately. But I get anxious before he gets off the bus or before I pick him up because he's just really, really hyper. Well, that's. Um, and tired. That's know? something. But his overtiredness is, you know, very hyper. Yeah. So if any of you out there have had have had that happen and have any tips or tricks or anything like this, I imagine that your, you know, your new phone a friend ABA right now can can help you with that a little bit to at least sort of establish an afternoon routine. But man, I yeah. wish this kid would nap. It would be so great if he would just sort of come home, have a snack, go to the bathroom, flush, wash and be on his way. And then like <laughs> chill out on the couch for a little bit and just let his eyes shut for a tad. I mean, just 10 minutes of a nap would do him wonders yeah so anywho so that was good it was good we're uh we're we're back at it we've had a lot of well, we've had a lot yeah. with mikey this year yeah from a school perspective mm-hmm. public school burr, then to you know private school all right timid success great success now mm-hmm. to hear where we're like skeptical because we've seen him before but they're like no we got this and uh, so far so good mm-hmm. so i know there are going to yeah. be some things that we need to work with on him but i'm happy that he's he's he is where he is right now right i'm really happy he is where he is right now and we'll continue to update you guys as as we go through this you know as well so that's good anything you want to add before we wrap this one up well they weren't able to provide an aid after the first week so I was nervous about that and, but you know, he's been, you know, he's been doing okay. I think they really wanted to help, you know, provide an aid for him the first week um, to see maybe this, you know, just to help him out with the transition to get to know the school and the rules, you know, and just kind of, you know, how help out with the assessment to see how, you know, he was going to be with his eloping, you know, because he did spend, you know, six months in, AB, you know, ABA therapy school, you know, where one of the factors that, you know, one of the things that they really worked on with him was walking in the halls and, you know, and not running and not doing things that, you know, that are dangerous like the eloping. And so far I haven't heard from them that he's been doing that. So that's made me feel, you know, feel really good. And when I've talked to the teacher about, how he's doing with staying on task, you know, she has been honest with me that if she's not standing next to him, he has a hard time getting started doing his work and a hard time staying on tasks to do his work. He'll just, you know, stop 
Mm-hmm. Stop, stop working. Yeah. And that's part of, you know, like what, what Mikey would benefit from, you know, being, you know, in a smaller classroom. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, once this IEP is done, you know, one of the, you know, areas that will help him is that he'll be in a classroom with ABA and smaller, you know, with AIDS and, you know, seven kids instead of, you know, 26 and he'll have more of that, you know, attention on him. So I was, that'll be a chapter that we'll continue to share with you guys. That's it. So. You're right. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Got a little bit of a short podcast in there tonight too. This is, uh, this is really, really good. That's it. That's all we got from, uh, from the update on this here as well. If you have any like we said, man, we would love to know. <laughs> we'd love to know if you got any ways to help with just the afternoon routine. And you know, actually, this could be a good point—a good point in time to talk about this. What? We we were we were talking in the car today about doing the podcast tonight, mm-hmm. and it resurfaced. It's it reared its head one more time. What? Well, your concern around why why should people listen to us? Oh my gosh! Oh god! Okay, so we took a break from doing the podcast. Unintentionally. And unintentionally because of our move and because, you know, it's, you know how it is, is, you know, being a mom, you know, you're busy and you're tired and your, your kids take a lot out of you. And at the end of the night, you're either do dishes or you fall asleep putting your kids to sleep. I mean, that's, you know, right. unless your husband comes home and wants you to watch an episode of The Walking Dead, which is not on anymore right now, <laughs> or, you know, or. Anyway, whatever, unless your husband really wants you to have some shoulder to shoulder couch time. So we've been getting feedback on our Finding Mikey podcast page that we're missed. And I'm like, oh, that's really sweet, you know, because sometimes I think like, you know, what do I I really have to like contribute? Because I don't feel like I'm an expert on anything. You know, here Mike and I are, we're just sharing our journey of what we're dealing with, with, you know, raising Mikey, you know, the hurdles that we're running into, the successes that we're having. And what we're finding is that people are benefiting from that. Even if they didn't live in Texas or even if they don't live in Virginia, you know, some of our stories, they like, they mirror each other. And some of you have been where we're at and are in a different place now, maybe with a teenager that's on the spectrum, or some of you are, you know, having kids that are recently diagnosed or are in their toddler years and you're already getting services. I mean, we're getting feedback from people with different backgrounds and different areas of the journey and people are, you know, getting a benefit from this. So it felt, made me feel better about getting back into it. And then he threw in the whole like live video. Hey, yeah, let's, let's muck this up a little bit more and do something different. Keep you on your toes, babe. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm like, oh gosh, you know, now we're going to be on the screen instead of me with my baggy eyes doing a podcast, having my (laughs) hot tea before we do it so that I don't sound so hoarse from who knows, maybe yelling during the day, you know, or having my sinuses back up. But this is me. This is my mom hair. And, um, you know, (laughs) we were at Hershey World today and we were in the car all day. And yeah, so this is, this is me. This is it. So now we're on doing live video. I might every once in a while have curly hair or straight hair, but for the most part. I'm pretty if, much going to have no hair. Yeah, if Mike wants to get on a new podcast and I'm not ready, this is what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you moms that are watching, you guys get it. So, yeah. Well, and I wanted to, to take this, this time also to just thank all of you for reaching out and, and being vulnerable enough to reach out. I mean, the, 
I see so many messages out there just kind of across the board, you know, of, of other moms, but it's, it's particularly, particularly important. Let me just give a time check. It's 11 o'clock on a Sunday night on a Monday night. Wow. It's particularly profound to me when I get a message from a guy, you know, so another father who's dealing with some stuff that's, that's pretty real here too. And that encourages me as well. So, you know, what I shared with Heather, it was kind of a flashback of when we were trying to do the podcast before and start it all up and get it going. She had the same kind of concern. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what information we have to share and it doesn't matter. We just need to share our story because we're going to be able to connect with other people and we're going to be able to offer some encouragement. And, you know, we're probably going to find people that, that have similar stories to us that are going to, you know, enrich our journey as well and make us feel like we're on the right page, you know, and we have, we've gotten a lot of people saying, man, I wish, I wish that I had to go through my, my struggles now because it's not something that's shunned. It's something that, that is more, there's more awareness around and, and things of this nature. But I just wanted to encourage, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they just like us because we're Clemson fans. I'm fine with that. I don't know. Maybe they just want to hear how ridiculous things are. I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for, you know, me to just like straight up lose it on camera one day, which is likely, (laughs) and then have to apologize it later, you know, just to see sort of the drama. But I don't, I don't know where really I was going with that, but it's just that, we don't have to be an expert in order to share support to you all. And, and I'm excited to try out the video portion of it. I think it would be great. It would be nice to be able to just start doing more of that. I enjoy cracking out the camera and doing some of our live things that we do on our own personal Facebook pages between me and her, you know, and and it would be nice to share some of those times where it's like, all right, well, here's Mikey kind of melting down and not to make him feel bad or to shame him, but just to share with you guys, like, here's what we're trying to do. And here's how this is going. And we'll, we'll stick with you until we kind of get through this. And then we'll get to see Mikey being Mikey again, or, you know, I don't know. Right. But it's, it's exciting to see this. I know that I like to consume video. I do listen to a ton of podcasts as well, but we're hoping that you know, that we can reach some more people here as well. And if the content's not good, at least we're good looking. All right. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we got that going for us. So that was it. I, I'm not asking necessarily that you share, you know, you know, praise or thoughts toward us, but it, it, it's some, it does go a long way when we get messages. So we just want to let you guys know that there as well. So that's that. I, yeah, I wanted to kind of end on that bit there. So awesome. Cool. Well, that was very nice. Well, thanks. Thanks for bringing that back up. Yep. Well, that's that for today. Thank you very much for being, you know, a part of this show, being a part of our journey, listening to what we, you know, have to share. We know that you guys are dealing with some, some tough stuff too. So hopefully this will bring a little bit of, a little bit of a break to you here as well. So I just want to remind you that you can find us on Facebook at Facebook. Um, just search for Finding Mikey Podcast or Finding Mikey. You'll find us there. If you're checking us out on Facebook, you can subscribe to our podcast. Just go to the iTunes store on your phone and search for Finding Mikey. Uh, we're ranking very, very well for SPD and ASD and autism and Asperger's. So if you hit in those search terms, you'll see other podcasts that you can check out as well as ours. So I invite you to take a look or listen to those too. We're also getting really, really close to 
actually this the shop is live i just don't have the url to share with you guys right now but i'll make a tiny url or something that's easy for you guys to to find it here but if you'd like to support the show we do have a product right now under our brand orange panda on amazon.com our first product is a weighted blanket and we found it very helpful for mikey yeah. in circle time when he was in preschool and we took it with us on our trip and it's great for him to like either snuggle up to and lay on sometimes lay across his lap and when we were you know taking this weekend away with our friends up in Pennsylvania, he had it on him as he went to go to sleep as well. So it's, it's handy to have, I enjoy it too. And another, another great way to, to use it for Mikey specifically is if it's sort of a focus time for him, if he's at the table, we drape it over his shoulder and he can, he can read through a book. It seems a little bit better. Haven't been able to really measure it scientifically yet, but we can tell that, that it helps kind of keep him comfortable. So at any rate, we'll, we'll provide the URL there. Or if you want to hit Amazon and do a search for Orange Panda Weighted Blanket, we'd love the support. It would be awesome. So with that, we want to say thank you very much. Yeah. It's pretty late right now, and uh, I have a flight to make in the morning. So we're going to say goodnight, and we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Hey, it's Mike again. Heather and I love that you took the time to listen to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And we really are trying to gear the topics to what you like, as well as to share what we're up to. Now, the best way to let us know what's on your mind is to join us on our Facebook page. We're very active there. And if you message us, we will reply. I promise we may be half asleep in our bed. I may be boarding a flight. We might be at a birthday party or the park. It doesn't matter. We will reply. We just want to be in touch with you. Also, it'd be awesome if you could leave us a rating and a review in iTunes reason we ask for that is because it really helps us rank better when people search just out of the blue for autism, ADHD, Asperger's, high-functioning autism, SPD, ASD, you name it, right? It really helps us to get in front of more people. All the ways that you can reach us, because there are others, plus a walkthrough on how to actually rate the podcast can be found at findingmikey.com support. And your support is greatly appreciated. So as an added bonus, any reviews that are left on iTunes will be mentioned on our show. I hope you're okay with that. And any questions that we get on Facebook might also be read and responded to on an upcoming episode. So head on over to www.findingmikey.com forward slash support to find out more. Till our next episode, take care.